Good morning and welcome to the Automation Morning Show for Thursday, October 19th, 2023. My name is Sean Tierney from Insights and Automation. And this is a show where I cover what's new in industrial automation. And I'll check over here. The chat is up. This is a live show. We live stream on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Although I know most of you watch this after the fact because a lot of you are getting into work right around now or getting ready for work. But in any case, just want to check and make sure everything looks right. I did move the camera, the uh, webcam I used for this show um, yesterday. I don't know if I'm really happy where, where, with where it's positioned, but I will run with it for today. And uh, in any case, I hope you are all having a great day. And we're going to go ahead and get started here. By first, uh, just a reminder to anybody who is um, new to the show, we post every single link we cover in the show over at automate.news. No www, no.com, automate.news. 128 shows worth of links are up there right now. This is episode 129 for 2023. And uh, these links will get up there later this afternoon as well. I also want to thank today's sponsor, theautomationschool.com. If you know anybody looking for PLC, HMI, or SCADA training, please send them over to our sponsor's website, theautomationschool.com. And our first article today here is from Siemens. Siemens released a new article talking about zero trust. Now, we've covered zero trust quite a bit on the show, zero trust. Um, and uh, they talk about it in, in uh, relation to IT and OT. And I thought it was a really good article. There were some statements that they made, like, you want to be able to access the internet from the plant floor? I'm paraphrasing. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? But the, the article's solid. It goes through and it talks about, you know, zero trust. You know, only allowing device, certain devices access to certain networks and only allowing them to access certain functions on that network. For instance, you may have a SCADA system, right, that needs to read data for the PLC. So you add, allow that SCADA system just access to those IP addresses or those devices that it needs to pull, and it only gets the pull data. It can't, like, let's say, download firmware. So um, very interesting stuff, and I thought it was a very good article. Uh, from there, we go over to uh, two more articles from Siemens today about the food and beverage industry, and I know that's, a, that's only a part of the industrial automation industry, but I always found that the applications in food and bev translate well into other um, into other industries like packaging and palletizing and, you know, the dealing with the, the raw materials that go into the food, right? So a lot of times you're baking or you, you know, but you have heating in a lot of, you know, in, uh, in you know, films, you heat up a lot of plastic films to make, um, to make them. You heat up a, a lot of metals too. So there's a lot of applications in food and bev that are used outside of food and bev. So I always thought it was very applicable to the industry as a whole. And this, um, both of these articles lead to white papers and the white papers are very long. I didn't finish reading both of those white papers, but they were good. Um, this first article talks about the impact of edge computing on the food and beverage industry. And I'm not going to read the whole article, but to kind of paraphrase it, what they were talking about is what we've seen, I think most of us have seen over the years, is that, you know, a lot of companies, they'll put in a historian, they'll collect data from everything, and that data just sits there and never is turned into actionable information, Right. It's kind of overwhelming, too, to have data from everything in one place. So um, what they talk about with edge computing, you can actually uh, filter the data locally to the process, to the, to the uh, line, production line, and also display it locally, too, before sending the critical information that's needed for plant-wide use up to, the, uh, to your, whether you're using a cloud solution or an on-premise solution. 
sending it up there, which makes a lot of sense. And I know a lot of HMIs already do that for us today, right? But in any case, um, and a lot of historians do it, like OSI Pi, you put this uh, agent out there, or you know, there's different names for it, depending on what you're using, and it'll, it'll pre-sort the data and send up just the, just, the, uh, just the important stuff. But in any case, I thought that was an interesting article. And another one from Siemens here, this one talks about digitalize and reimagine your uh, food and beverage business with smart manufacturing. This takes a, a different look at food and bev, and um, it talks about the evolution of smart manufacturing and current trends, and it leads to a, more of a, a PowerPoint white paper, but I thought there was a lot of stats in it. I thought it was very good and very interesting. So if you're interested in that whole smart manufacturing, Industry 4.0 side of things, uh, you may enjoy this uh, this article as well. And then they start talking about their products, of course, and, and go into some... Uh, some uh, customer uh, examples. From there, this is an article from IEEE Spectrum. Now, we usually talk about them in the other science and technology section at the end of the show. But uh, this was actually, they interviewed the, uh, I think it was the CEO from ClearPath Robotics. And as we talked about previously on the show, Rockwell recently acquired ClearPath and Auto Motors. And so they were interviewing the CEO, asking him about different things and initiatives and where they stood. And I thought it was interesting. If you're interested in that type of stuff, check that article out. Uh, and then we get over to Beckoff. Now, Beckoff had, I had to check to make sure because this looked very similar to a previous. There were actually a couple of vendors who just re redated their old articles uh, last night so that they look like they were brand new articles. But I'm like, I know I read those. So I won't name any names, but they got pulled from the list because I had already covered them. I'm not going to cover them just because they, they take the very same article and republish it with a new date. So I understand why they do that, but we're not gonna we're not gonna cover the same article over and over and over again just because they want to change the date on it. So with that said, um, I did not find that we covered this before, even though it sounded very familiar. And this article from Beckoff is all about digital uh, or digitize efficiently with extended automation architecture and new data communications. That did not flow off my tongue, but in any case, this is all about NOAA and. Um, Ethernet APL, it goes deeply into uh, these two subjects and it talks about the advantages of Ethernet APL. And uh, we've talked about this new e Ethernet APL module from uh, Beckoff. They're one of the first companies to come out with one. Um, you know, one of the things we see a lot of Ethernet APL products coming out supporting Profinet. This one, of course, being Beckoff, supports EtherCAT. So very interesting reading here. It also tied into a... Um, a page on that communication module, that Ethernet APL, EtherCAT communication module. And uh, I thought this was very interesting too. I thought the video was very interesting, kind of as an introduction to the systems. And they got a lot of information here um, on the products. So I was reading through this and watching that video this morning, especially thought that was interesting, uh, these, uh, the, what they call the EXI explosion proof EtherCAT, uh, you know, like block remote IO, right? So uh, in any case, um, very interesting products from Beckoff. From there, we go over to Bill Weedman, and they had a, a new article, a mini article, on their um, the advantages of their Aussie 5 safety muting module. So this looks like, uh, you know, it's the typical Bill Weedman blue because it's safety, it has some yellow on it, and it looks like block IO, right? Um, but what this does is this, has, this is a muting module for light currents. So I thought this was good, but I actually went over to the page that dealt with muting at Bill Weedman, and this is pretty uh, a pretty deep article talking about what muting is and why you would use it. And I thought it was a great introduction to muting, like curtain muting. And um, anybody out there who want to learn about this, 
check this out. I'm going to tag this with the EDU tag over at the automate.news because I just thought it was so educational and informative. But in any case, um, from there, we go over to Linmot. Now, Linmot had a new, it's a shorter article, but they had a new article talking about the, what they're doing to uh, increase the performance of their motors. So uh, it kind of reminded me of, of SMC, who's constantly redesigning their products to make them better and faster and more efficient. Um, and I thought this was very interesting. I'll just hit the highlights here for you. Um, these, the, the, the upgrades are newer, they're stronger, they're cooler, and they're thinner. And if you're using it a lot and it's really heating up, they even have an optional heat sink you can get. You can see it right there. It's pretty beefy. So if you're, if you're doing a lot of operations a minute, um, you may want to get that heat sink to extend the life of the motor itself. But it was nice to see something new from Linmont. And from there, over at Automation Direct, now I haven't seen a new uh, timer relay in a long time, but uh, that's what they were promoting there today over at Automation Direct's website. So it's the ProSense T30R series timing relays or timer relays. Uh, looks like uh, 30 amps and 50 bucks, starting at 50 bucks. All right, from there we're over to our featured product. And today I'm featuring uh, the pre-order for the Ultimate PLC5 course over at theautomationschool.com. Uh, this course, I think it's $39.99 pre-order. It will be $99 when it's done for level one. And uh, the reason I'm featuring this is I just picked up some more PLC5s. So I had a few, but I'm trying to fill out the portfolio to uh, make sure we, have, uh, we can cover everything about the PLC5, right? And so that's, I think, one of the things we differentiate ourselves over at the Automation School is we cover the hardware in gory detail because, and those lessons are optional. You don't have to take them. But, um, you know, how often do you at work get to pull the hardware out and take a look at it, right? So we put it under the overhead cam. We zoom in on it. We look at all the important pieces and parts. And um, I think previously I told you I picked up an L40E and an L40C in a sidecar. I just picked up a 525 and a 530. So that should fill us out. We don't have a 60 or 80. Don't need one. There's just more memory, more ports. But uh, that'll fill out our portfolio here. So we can go through all the classics. We can go through... Um, a, a good uh, quantity of the next gens or the new platforms. Um, there's so many names for those new ones. But in any case, then we'll be able to do Ethernet, we'll be able to do ControlNet and DeviceNet. We've had DeviceNet on the 5 for a while, so we get those here. Got plenty of DeviceNet stuff. Still waiting for the uh, 1771 ControlNet. So we have ASBs, but we're waiting for the ControlNet adapter to come in too. So we're going to cover all that in this course over the coming months. And if you want, if you have, if you know anybody who needs to learn PLC5, this will be it. We're going to cover single slot addressing, two slot addressing, half slot addressing, rack group slot, block transfers, all that beautiful, awesome stuff. And I'm looking forward to the control net lesson because control net with PLC5 is actually pretty good. Actually, device net with PLC5 is actually pretty good too. They both uh, were implemented well on the Slick 500, not so much. But in any case, um, we do have a pre-order for Slick 500 as well. Uh, from there, we go over to an article from the ISA uh, at automation.com. And uh, this is uh, talking about leveraging the potential of MQTT in industry. Now, this leads to a white paper where they want to capture your email address. Um, I did not go ahead and I read the two Siemens ones, so I didn't have time this morning to read these as well. But um, you may be interested, especially if you're interested in MQTT and OPC UA, you may want to learn more about their analysis of those two technologies. Um, so I, I want to share that with you this morning, as well as uh, um, there's a new article out here. It's called Global Mobile Robotics Market Survey Indicates Widespread Acceptance and Significant Growth. We've been talking about this. We know robots are growing. We know cobots and AMRs, AGVs, they're all growing. 
Um, here they're saying out of um, everybody they surveyed, they said, I think it was 87%, uh, uh, more than 70% of the respondents have adopted or plan to adopt AMRs and AGVs. So that's a pretty big number. And so they go through and they talk a lot about the different uh, trends. And then, um, of course, there's a link that you give them your email and they'll give you a report. So in any case, um, let's see here. Let's click on that. I'm pretty sure that's, a, that's one. I didn't go there. Yeah. So you can see it here. Download now. Give me your email address. Um, the, most of them do have the optional so you don't get spammed. You don't have to click the sign up for regular newsletters. Um, that usually leads to, I, I don't know about you guys, I just, the less email, the better in my case. You know, I want to focus on customers and vendors and not all the stuff I don't have time to read. But in any case, uh, I'll go over the grace. And this is an article about NFPA 70E. Now, um, the article really just broaches the subject, doesn't go too deeply into it. And I'm putting it in the event section because it seems like that's what this article is about. It kind of just whets the appetite and then um, really digs into, hey, if you want to learn all about this, come see our event. So this is actually next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central, which is uh, 11 a.m. Eastern where most people live. So um, I know I know um, quite a few people live in Central, but in any case, uh, 11 uh, Eastern, 11 a.m. Eastern on Wednesday, the 25th. So check that out. Looks like it's going to be a good webinar. From there, we go over to updates. So uh, we had a big updates from uh, Siemens on uh, TIA Portal. So uh, V18, Service Pack 2 for Step 7, PLC Sim, WinCC, as well as uh, WinCC Runtime Pro, WinCC Unified Runtime. And, uh, and so all those are updated. Um, we also have a new uh, update for Sinek and uh, NMS, No Man's Sky. Um, and also uh, an update for the SciProcess GA700 version 9.2. As far as manuals, again, uh, all Siemens manuals, um, Cinematics, DCM, Synfinity Go app, uh, PCS7 SFC manual, and PCS7 CFC manual. So all those are new up at Siemens' website. And with that, that's it. That was the end of the show today. So um, I do want to thank our sponsor, theautomationschool.com. If you know anybody looking for PLC, HMI, or skater training, please mention theautomationschool.com to them. I also uh, just want to send out a reminder that if you think I missed any news today, um, please click on that news tip link and send it in. Yesterday we covered a Kickstarter from uh, uh, that uh, sensor Kickstarter because somebody sent in the news tip link. So with that, I do want to thank, we picked up two new followers overnight over at automation.locals.com. That's our community. Just an update on the, uh, the issue with the file sharing and the panel view plus. It seemed to be the syntax of the file share. Once we get that resolved, uh, looks like the user is good to go. So always glad to help our uh, to help all our members over at um, automation.locals.com. If you send me a long, I invite everybody to, to connect with me on LinkedIn. But if you send me a really long question, I'm going to send you over here because this is our community. And you just have to buy me one cup of coffee a month to be part of it. So with that, I also want to thank everybody who picked up a copy of my eBooks on Control Logics or Compact Logics, my video collections on... Uh, pretty much every PLC I cover, and uh, or my merchandise, the so cups or T-shirts. And with that, just a final reminder that everything we covered today will join the rest of our 128 episodes full of links over at automate.news. Every link's up there. And uh, after the show's done and everything else I have to do to get it published to all the different uh, destinations, 
it, they will be up there. I did uh, ask the folks at Pandora to yank us down because because uh, they just couldn't figure out how to get the the show the podcast to update. This this show was updating, but that one wasn't. So I said, you know what, guys, let's let's deal with it in 2024. I don't think a lot of you were listening on Pandora anyway, so um, we'll revisit that. We're still on Spotify. We're still on iTunes. We're still on Google Podcasts. We're still on TuneIn, iHeart, and uh, some other places too. So in any case. But with that, I just want to wish you all an awesome Thursday. So we're almost at the end of the week now. I know I have a full weekend planned, so of things I do around the house and in, 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 in the office here. So we're still putting in new cameras. I got to run new wires. I got some new Ethernet or Cat5 to USB connectors I got to uh, try out. Got to do, do something with the power distribution up there because now I have four cameras up there plus a microphone. So a lot going on out here. I got a lot of, oh, if you could see Studio B, it's such a mess. So I got to clean that too. So hopefully I'll get, I'll get the other uh, webcam and I'll stop pointing it around the office. So when I'm talking about this stuff, you can see what I'm talking about. But with that, I just want to wish you all and courageous and a fearless and an awesome day. And until next time, my friends, peace.